2: And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist.
0: So they count on University of Utah Health.
2: Real Lake puts this game away.
0: And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation. Care to be great.
2: 14 unanswered by the Utes.
0: University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.
1: Alright, should we get started? Yeah Alright, let's get started let's go Dude, I'm so interested in you It's crazy <laughs> I'm so glad I have I don't this know view why. of you right here. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. But either. thank you for having me. All right, check out. Because we stuff. get to see you on the screen every game. I know. That's Bringing crazy, us the bro. joy, man. So crazy. You know you like when they throw you on the Jumbotron, I know you like that. I like it more
3: because, you know, when you, like, play certain types of crowds, you don't really see it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really get to see you, mm-hmm. and you get to see me, and we get to engage. It's different. You know, it's yeah. not a club. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not even a concert. It's better because it's like, that's our way to talk to each other. Yeah. Okay. That's why, like, even I'll, I'll sometimes, like, if I'm feeling, you know, funny, like, I'll dance battle somebody on there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <Those laughs> I'll try great. to shake their hand. Yeah. You know okay. What I'm like, on the split screen. So dude yeah so yes i do like it
1: you're gonna steal the show bro (laughs) dude he's gonna steal the show my goodness all right guys hey rsl show on ksl sports we gotta drop the ksl sports because we have to of course uh okay i'm andy muñoz uh over back here we got junior producer he's just he's the muscle if you get out of line bro you gotta answer to him (laughs)
2: oh man if you need
1: something googled he yeah he doesn't his laptop's dead so oh he's got his phone today we got Josh Clark. What's up, everybody? Uh host, Josh. founder, kinda. Sure. Alex Napolis, uh the intern, yes, almost sir. host. He yes, gets sir. so dude, he's so Thank proud you. when I call him Thank almost you. host. <laughs> I know how long have how long you been with the show, man? Not even a year yet. Okay. Yeah. I started in June of last year and we're, we're almost it. there. We're almost Bro, there. Are you guys it. homies? Uh now we are, <laughs> I would say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wow. One directional homie okay. ship right there. <laughs> wow! He's like, yeah, I think we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> don't work with Andy. <laughs> man, I'm look, that look. down right now. No, we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, bro. Hey, hey. I want to stay friends, bro. What <laughs> <laughs> <they're> like... <laughs> we're friends, man. No, he does great, dude. <laughs> I'll be your friend. Now. Thank, yeah. you, thank you. I gotta yeah. tell, tell you, dude. Here. Like this, this last game's playlist, fire. It was thank fantastic. You, man. It was thank you right. so much. All right, let's get back on Thanks, track. Let's get back on track. Sorry, intern. We've got. Can we get some like sound effects, like a little drum roll or something? Hey, junior producer, uh, put one of those in later. Nah, he he can't do that. Not in post. Okay. What do you prefer to go by, Eric? Whatever. Erocalypse. No, whatever. E-rock.
3: Whatever's easiest to, to roll off the tongue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Dude. For real. For all right. real. All right. Yeah. E-Rock. Yeah, we'll E-rock. go Erocalypse, the official yeah. DJ of Real Salt Lake. Is that fair to say? Yeah, how much do they pay you per No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Don't say that. Yeah, that's (laughs) nice, dude. More than other
3: sports places in the market because I used to play for other teams and they were paying up. Oh, Oh, really? Grizzlies? Did you play? I'm not gonna name names, but all (laughs) the others. (laughs) Um, You can look at my Instagram and see how many different
1: things I've done. So already with the plug, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Already with the plug. All right, go ahead, bro. What's your Instagram? Yeah, what's your Instagram? uh, Erachalypse. Okay, you got a YouTube channel too.
3: I do, yeah, and it's about to get busier. 204
1: subscribers. Yeah, you're doing shorts, and then you're also doing your playlists. Yes, and bro, I just have to compliment the way that you set up your cameras, your composition. Yeah, see, yeah, you like that, dude. Well, it's you do a good job. Thank you. It's because I'm into it. Yeah, it's because like that's like part
3: of like that's one of my biggest hobbies. That was probably like one of the things I really love. I thought that would be more of a career than DJing ever would Mm. back when I was in high school. Wow! Like I, like I, I, like got certified when they used to have books on Final Cut. Oh, nice. like that kind of stuff. So I was always really into it. You just and aged so, yourself. Thank you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's okay. Book. That's all right. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I did. Yeah, all the books. I did. There, all the and books there was on Final Cut. Bro, there was a CD
3: inside of it as well.
1: Wow, bro. not a floppy. That's
3: where we're at. <laughs> this is where we're at.
1: AOL, huh? Oh, Is yeah. That, yeah, dude. Was it yeah. 6K? Oh, it it my It was God. definitely dialogue, AOL days. <laughs> Bro, the first song that you downloaded illegally, oh, what song was oh, it?
3: man. It was probably some, like, 90s, like, techno house song. Because it was, like, that era. Remember, like, Hackers, the movie? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm really dating myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, that soundtrack was Fire, right? Prodigy. Like, that was, like, before Firestarter. Okay. So, like, that was probably one of those songs. All right. Yeah,
1: probably one Good, of those. Good, man. I yeah. love it, dude. All right, all right. So first off and foremost, before we get to Real Salt Lake and all the soccer stuff and the cool stuff that you're doing with the league, we we we, we can say it that way because Real Salt Lake's in the Major yeah. League Soccer. <laughs> I in always the say the major, the, <laughs> the major League Soccer. Bro, tell us a little bit about your history. I remember I listened to a podcast that you were featured on, and uh, I feel like you've done a few, but I don't want to speak for you, but I know that you basically kind of... Went around, started to get re- your reputation. So how did you fall in love with DJing? And then how did you get all these cool opportunities, especially like being on the radio for as long as you were? Yeah. Kind of take us back and, and really specifically like your journey, bro. Like okay. when was the first time that you touched? I don't know what those are yeah. called. A board. So, I should have done my homework. No, that's all
3: right. A mixer, right? Like, so usually it's like a mixer and, and turntables or something along those lines. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah it's yeah. really evolved now, yeah. obviously, with digital DJing and all that. And it's great. But, like, you know, I was, I started DJing when I was 14, and this was like the turntable vinyl days. Mm-hmm. This was prior to digital anything, before the MP3. Um, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area where uh, DJ culture was really big, you know, especially on like the street level. Um, and so you know I, I I fell in love with it because of a few things um, the radio stations out there were having like live DJs mixing on the air back in the 90s um, on vinyl, two turntables, three turntables so I, I caught it there right but I also caught it like like I said going out whether it was like going to my sister's high school and seeing um, seeing D- DJ culture happening there um, and you know Thankfully, there were record shops, things like that. So the the culture was in the area. So if you really went to look for it, mm-hmm. you found it and you could dive in and you can really figure it out. And it was really turntablism, so the hip-hop side of DJing, that really pulled me in first. Hmm. But I've always been into music since I was little because like, my parents ran a performing arts studio out there. Um, That taught like vocals and dancing and things like that. So going back to what you said, you weren't wrong about touching a board. Like that was the first kind of entryway into like audio Mm -hmm. and music for me was like helping my mom's studio set up the sound system. You know, they would go and do, you know, shows at county fairs and things like that. So I'd be like the sound guy. Um, At what age? I mean, they had us working since like five years old, to be honest, in the family. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being real,
1: like, but we earn like, money. You know what I mean? Like, they would break
3: us off. Like, not enough now that I'm an adult.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was your savings plan? That was, like, your 529 plan? Totally. Education? Totally. A couple dollars here? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) It's pretty sick, dude.
3: But, yeah, so long story short, sorry it's being so long-winded. There's so many details I can go on. But um, it was really, like, all of that together got me into it just for the love of, like, the art form. To, like, figure out, like yo, I saw these guys on this videotape I bought at the hip-hop shop of these guys at the world championships, like, scratching and, like, battling each other. And, like, that was what really pulled me in, and I wanted to, like, learn
1: how to do that. So do you feel like, you know, with, like, 90s culture, like, there's things that were so high and, like, so prevalent, and there was, like, a big culture behind it, and then it kind of disappears, and then it it can almost get to the place where it's, like, dead, Right. Do you feel like there's a resurgence or is it like bigger than it was maybe back then? Or is it still kind of around, kind of lingering around? Like where would you kind of gauge it? Because I feel like, you know, scrolling on social media, you kind of, you tend to land on people who are DJing and and doing kind of like those sets on YouTube like you do, but and I know some are popular more than than others, but where would you, where would you like I don't know. Is it as popular as it was like back then when you had an interest in it?
3: No, that's a good question. I, I think that DJing evolved from then. Right. So like I said, it was really like it was either like hip hop culture DJs at the time or there was like the dance DJs, you know, like before EDM was EDM. Yeah. Um And there was a blend of a lot of those two also. And that's that's why I have like a wider style of like playing. That's why like you'll hear me just drop some random ish that's like, you know, from like that I'm into or something that like from my childhood that inspired me along the way. And so um, I would say DJing as a whole is bigger than it's ever been. It's more accessible than it's ever been because right. the the equipment and the tools you can get and now the way music is digitized. It's really easy to get into it. Where back then, you really had to love it because you had to pay for every song. You had to buy doubles of everything if you wanted to rock back and forth. Like, so I would say, obviously, that part of DJing has not grown. That is probably more of a niche now. Yeah. And to be honest, like, I'm glad to see the next generations caring about skills again because I think when electronic DJing and producer DJs and all these super high paid guys, you know, that are just putting out songs more than DJing, um, which is great, right? It's, it's a whole new wave of people brings different cultures in. And that's cool to me. But like when it comes to the art form of turntablism and DJing, like the DJing I'm into, I think it's, it's coming back in a big way, but it's coming back in the form of what you're saying. Like people actually doing like creative things with content with it. Right, And that that's where like I've fallen even more back in love with it over the past few years because then I can have all my crazy weird like quick ideas that I have in my head that usually I'll incorporate into a set or not, you know, depending if it's appropriate. Or I could just go and like create a dope like 60 second set, yeah. yeah, you know, for you to like vibe out to and be like, what the hell? You yeah. know what I mean? So I think DJing as holes is, is, is bigger than it's ever been. But there's definitely like lanes now. Yeah. And there's different ways you can go with it.
1: Yeah, because I think um, there's people like who, like what you mentioned. There's there's the produced right where it's like they're going to send a studio. They're going to like lay different tracks down and and put it out. And then it kind of has that effect like it's DJing. But like what you do, I would say it's more freestyle. Yeah, like you go in there, like you said, you have a formulated thought, and you're just kind of let, letting these things. I, Again, I'm not a DJ, but, like, you let them spin, you let the tracks play, you're scratching, incorporating different songs, and then you're throwing it out there, which, in my opinion, yeah. is much tougher, bro. And it's more of an artistic yeah. approach to it, too. That's right. Yeah.
3: Because you're telling a story, and you're also reading a room at the same time. Yeah. And you're also not being too cool for everybody to the point where it's, like, going over people's heads.
1: Way too experimental.
3: And yeah. And it's like, <laughs> I just think it depends on the situation, right? Like, I DJ totally different at Rail than I do, you know, on a rooftop, versus uh you know some gritty like underground hip-hop show versus you know what i mean like it it all varies and so i think the signs of like a good dj you could be versatile you can play a lot of different types of rooms and i i still care about quality like you do andy about like content right about like um aesthetic and things like that like actually caring about the skills and the process and, and the journey to it, right, yeah. is equally as important to me. And that's just what I'm into
1: with it. You know what I mean? Dude, that's cool, man. It's so interesting. It's it, it's it's crazy to hear you say, you know, that you're uh, – like the difference is like you just said, you know, playing like at a, a gritty hip-hop like underground versus playing at a stadium and then uh, playing like different events. Playing a wedding.
3: You know what I mean? It's yeah. totally different, right? Yeah. And even those can vary.
1: Yeah, so – Bro, like you're, it sounds like you're doing so much and you're able to make a lifestyle out of this or a living off of it, right? Like yeah. you got your house, you got your, your family, you got your daughter, by the way, dude, your daughter's yeah. dope, man. I see her on Thank the you. IGs. Thank what did she call herself? DJ Sparkle or DJ? Uh, yeah.
3: She recently <laughs> named herself DJ Sparkle Fart. So <laughs> <Dude>. that video <laughs> yeah. was
1: totally
3: unscripted. Like it was literally one day. Oh, it was the snow day. Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. the big snowmageddon day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week. And, um. She didn't have to go to kindergarten, so we. Were, so I was like, "What do you want to do?" And she was like, "I want to like record a YouTube video, like, cause she likes to watch like YouTube." Yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, we could. I've got the stuff to do it. Like, let's just hook it all up." Yeah. But that was actually the first time I ever recorded like a gaming thing before. Like, I just like I googled everything real quick and yeah, hooked it all together and um, sh- that was literally her like plus like five percent like putting it on. Sure,
4: sure. You'll sure, have huh? to
3: check out the video for sure on my yeah. Instagram. But like for real, like. Now, she's hilarious. Dude, like, yeah, she's got a personality,
1: man. If you think this guy's funny, dude, like his daughter's like a whole different <laughs> level. And she knows, dude, she knows the camera's rolling and she's yeah. like, just under her breath, she's like, I just want to be like called DJ Sparkle Fart or something <laughs> like that, dude. <laughs> that's <laughs> a great name. Do you just have one daughter? I have actually three. <laughs> three? Okay, But two
3: cool. two are like a lot older. This oh, is like okay. All right, cool. This is like part three. There you go. Later yeah. down All the right. road. Sick, yeah, man. I have a 21-year-old, an 18-year-old, and now a five-year-old. That's a big gap.
4: Wow. Damn,
3: bro.
1: 21-year-old? Yeah. You have an Alex, bro? I have an Alex. You're 21, right? 23. 23. All right. Close enough. Nice, bro. Damn, dude. So, DJ, family guy. Yep. Obviously been doing this for a long time. Now, let's talk about like the – because I want to paint a picture because not a lot of people know who you are. They might just assume like, oh, this, this, just a random DJ at Real Salt Lake. So obviously, you've been doing it for twenty years on the radio. I just remember U ninety two. Talk a little bit about that span, and then also, bro, you guys got to realize you've sat in rooms with some really cool artists, <laughs> yeah. celebrities, Crazy. that are here that are, that aren't here anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So talk a little bit about like your your journey into radio, and then um, you know, being with like as as uh, as prevalent with a station like U ninety two. And then maybe about, like, your coolest interactions with, like, okay. celebs or artists oh, or maybe man. your favorite artist, bro, because you, be, you're going to have a lot.
3: It's going to be a tough one, but I'm going to have to think of one maybe I haven't, like, shared yet.
1: All right, cool. But I will say
3: that, um once again, it was DJing that brought me to radio. Yeah. So I actually got <laughs> – here goes another date. I got hit up <laughs> on MySpace. <laughs> yeah, All right? Bro, we <laughs> were on MySpace? Oh yeah. yeah, we were all all over graphics. Were on I had it. the HTML for Dummies book. Come on, man. That's honestly MySpace is how I
2: found like ninety percent of the music I'm into Correct. still to this day. Correct. Yeah,
3: yeah. I used to put just like my edits, my remixes on there that I would do. But at the time, it was it was funny. Like I was working a retail job at the time. I was working at Target. Yeah. Um, I had like a second job at a like Borders cafe. <laughs>
1: Borders. Borders. Yeah, I wasn't
3: DJing for money at all. This yeah. was just like. It was the hobby that I loved so much that even went away for a couple of years there when I first moved to Utah because we were so broke and young, Mm -hmm. having kids. And then I ended up getting enough money to buy it back. You know what I mean? So they found me on MySpace. They asked me if I wanted to be part of a DJ competition they were throwing with Pepsi. And at the end, one of the five DJs was going to win a job at the station. Now, they didn't elaborate what that meant, right? Sure. So... I got hit up out of the blue on MySpace. Time okay, out. Go ahead, Time Andy. out. Yeah, go ahead.
1: What was your DJ name back then? It was the it? same. The same. Dude. It was the same. Wow. Yeah, it was the same. That's such a dope name, dude. For Thank you. even from MySpace. Thank Cause you. Because I thought yeah. it would have been like it's
3: still on there. It's like Iraqi lips. <laughs> rocker or something like that yeah all right okay yeah.
1: all right continue sorry i just i didn't know if it was different or not i probably
3: changed my top eight if i if i had to <laughs> login in. You know I mean? that aol address is gone i would pay <laughs> I, I would
1: pay good money to get my myspace back right? right just to yeah. see it like in its peak yeah yeah so pepsi yeah so, so, so they were like okay
3: there's a competition i got hit up out of the blue they were like it's next week they threw me uh their playlist they were like try and try and keep it on the playlist but obviously you know do you Um, Each person is going to DJ for 30 minutes, Monday through Thursday, each night at nine o'clock. And then on Friday, you're all going to meet outside the station. You're going to have like basically a minute and a half set to to battle these guys with in front of a crowd. And then we're going to announce the winner. And so I ended up winning it. And I didn't, I really didn't think at all that that was going to happen. Like legit, like I really was just excited to meet other DJs to meet the people at the station uh that I would hear on the radio and that was it man so I mean my crowd was literally people from target in red and khaki <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> like, like you could like, tell where my every, crowd everyone rolled up afterwards yeah, yeah. and I was go. against like some legit like you know flying in and out of Vegas DJ another guy like so like you know some of them were big mad when like the 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 young guy out of nowhere who was living in orm at the time you
1: know what, what I mean like your your Target shirt so like half tucked in, half correct. out, probably right. Correct.
2: <laughs> you left your name badge on. <laughs> no, luckily I had time to change. I had time
1: to change. Yeah, dude, that's insane, man. So you won the competition. So, so what are yeah. the steps from there? Like, so, like did you really think that you had a job or like? You well, you so I wanted, wanted to cloud? find out what it was, right?
3: But I was once again thankful. And then of course it was, well, you're actually an independent contractor, and you know you're on call, right? Like radio, right? Like yeah. that's what they do to you. So uh I was just still starry-eyed and just excited to be around so I was like okay what can I do and they were like you're going to do all the remote's that we ask you to do right which is you know basically you pop up for a couple hours at a dealership or something and it was mostly dealerships then right of course mm-hmm. and so I was just the DJ at dealerships every now and then every week I'd pop up get my 50 bucks go back to my retail job and and that was it for a while and then after six months of being the DJ that never said no on the roster, they asked me if I wanted to do their first ever primetime like Monday through Friday drive time mix show. Mm. And so I got to start that. Um, and then three ownership changes later, I'm still with the I was still with the brand until actually a year this month. Damn, I quit bro. last year. Yeah. Wow. This So,
2: so it was on your terms at least. though. Yeah.
3: A hundred percent. Yeah. Very good. Uh huh. Yep. Um, But, you know, once again, that was 16, 17 years total collectively. Nice, man. Of my life. And um, it got me out of like the hourly job space Yeah. because it it snowballed into more. It became now you get to do a show like a full time show. Now you get to um, now I'm getting phone calls to go DJ events and shows and clubs um, because they heard me on the radio or they saw me you know what I mean? mm -hmm. So, um, I think that career path as many know, you know, not just in radio, but just in, in media in general, a lot of times it's kind of what you make of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like you really are on your own, even if you're employed, you know, like you have to really like go and like get and, and, and make your path. And so I'm thankful that Along that sixteen, seventeen-year journey, yeah, it's cool. I got to meet some cool people. Yeah, I got to be in rooms. Yeah, like it's amazing, and I'll never, uh, uh, I'll never forget any of it. But at the same time, it's like there's a lot of people that you don't know or who aren't famous that I met along the way that work the behind the scenes or are producing or the assistants or, or the Intern, interns. Yeah. you know what I mean, like. um that, I, that I'm equally excited to say I've met and, like, have learned from and, like, have also helped me branch out and do things that I want to do. So,
1: That's awesome, man. That's a, super inspiring. Like, I know that you summed it up real quickly. So you're like, yeah, 16, 17 years, no big deal. But I'm, I'm here, right? But through that, you know there's a struggle along the way, right? Like, yeah. you're fighting for maybe every gig or hoping that you're going to get called more sure. or – maybe you don't get paid out whatever it might be when you when you started this because you mentioned it like hey we moved out here super broke have kids i'm doing this like part-time just on the side for fun looking back did you ever think that you'd be here now where you are like a full-time dj artist someone working in something that they love like yeah. Would you have believed that you could have gone to this level?
3: I would say the moment I really had to believe <laughs> was when I left, yeah. you know, all the day job stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's tough. And it really wasn't radio that was full time yet for at least six years of that, by the way, in the beginning. Yeah. I was still only like technically a contractor with the first ownership and through most of the second ownership. A lot of the stuff I was doing that I told you, once again, it was just an hour here and there, $10 an hour here and there. That wasn't paying the bills. It was everything else that I got to do or use that to push me Mm -hmm. into, right? Um, And it really was the event space, the club space for many of those early years that um, put food on the table. Um, So, yeah, I – But then it became full time, right? Then it became full time and it became a thing and it became a real job. And then all those extra stresses and, you know, the weight that I had to carry as brand manager and program director on top of having to try and keep my stuff going, which that was part of the reason that was one of many reasons why I quit last year, the full time gig at radio, because I had looked back and realized those past few years, like I'd put my stuff kind of aside a lot of the things that I wanted to do. And I'm not trying to point fingers or blame. I'm just saying I chose that Mm -hmm. I chose to really care about someone else's brand that much Mm -hmm. that like there was no more creative space for me to be able to be me and do what I really want to do and
1: evolve from those things. So anyway. Bro, are you talking to the podcast or are you talking to me right now because uh I'm sure you've seen my social media. You sometimes I'm making reels that aren't even soccer related, but did yeah. you bring up a good point like it's uh whether you want to work for a certain brand or create your own brand or maybe take like a whole different route where you're kind of reinventing yourself. Like obviously you're not you know, you're not going to leave like the DJing world because you're so well established, but when you start incorporating cameras and other things like that, well, all of a sudden now you're a content creator, you're a YouTuber, yeah. stuff like that, yeah. right? So
3: I've even done like random things, like I've shot for a couple of companies in no between way. last year and this year, and, um, you know, yeah, like you said, it's just like people will take notice, even if that's a very specific thing I'm doing. They're like, hey man, why don't you come and what help else do? Us? You do? Yeah, yeah, help us make our event look cool like that, yeah. like or can you help us with a reel you know so yeah man you never know until you do it and um yeah i'm thankful it's for the experience
1: inspiring dude yeah that's so cool man i love talking to creators bro like i mean if i can call you that i would i would say that you are right it's valid yeah. Yeah. yeah i
3: think we all are yeah. at this point i yeah. think the world is 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 a creative place and can be mm-hmm. and i think there's plenty of people whether you have you know this setup or you're just starting out right With just like your phone and your laptop and that's it. And, you know, using webcams or whatever, like iPhones, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's the beauty of like, that's also where like, I had a hard time staying in radio Mm -hmm. because unfortunately in that situation that I was in, it wasn't evolving enough for my liking. And like a lot of my, a lot of the way I wanted to push things was too out of the grasp of you know, people who are stuck in an earlier era mm-hmm. of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's the other side of it is I welcome that title because it's like, yeah, like creating anything, you know, and like being creative. That's what I love to do. That was my favorite part about all that.
2: Yeah. One, if if you're not being creative, you almost get left behind. Kind of yeah. like the radio is getting left behind right now.
3: Yeah. Right? So, in a lot of ways, you know. in a lot of different ways. And it's a real battle.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? So did, So we fast forward and uh well maybe not exactly fast forward kind of around that time dude how, how like how does that even happen dude how does how does a professional sports team well i get that there's like you said there's a lot yeah. that kind of reach out and you say you kind of said like hey maybe it's it was worth it at the time but long term it's not maybe it's not paying the the greatest but then uh you find an opportunity like real salt lake or maybe they reach you Dude, like, who picks up the phone first? Like, who reaches out to who? So I wanted
3: to find out exactly when this all started, right? So I looked at my um, save stories, right? (laughs) And it said 264 weeks ago. And I am terrible at math, so I asked Siri, right? What is 264 (laughs) weeks ago? And it said five years, right? So five years ago, I posted my first story at Real as one of three DJs in stadium. And it was really um the connection that we had between the radio stations and the ownership of the club that's right because yep. he owned the the media group I was with yeah so but it wasn't like it just happened obviously we had to engage it so i would say it was a collective a lot of of a lot of people it was myself a couple other dj's um It was our events, the events coordinator now at Real Jake Jensen, shout out to him, who also worked at the radio group I was at before, prior. Um, Taylor Cameron, Real Media, um, Bridget at the time, when she was Mm -hmm. still with him, Uh, Stacy. You know, we just always knew that as that brand, um, that we could bring like a fun vibe to anything. And that's how we always sold the station, right, mm-hmm. during those years was, yo, but no other station going to show up with a dope DJ and, like, <laughs> you know, come through with all the swag and, like, you know, get kids hype. And so that was kind of how we pitched it to Real back then was, yeah. like, hey, we could, we could pull up. Like, we can make this more fun, you know? And so, yeah, I got to thank all of them because it started for the first couple of years as three of us. And then – they asked me to do it, spe- like myself, and um, I'm so thankful I did. And I said yes. And yeah, actually, the first the first season I was going to do it was the year we shut down.
1: Oh, that's right. Because okay. oh, I made a exciting. video and everything yeah. for it, and then yeah, you're so stoked that it with- was gone, and then yeah, it was dude. gone,
3: and um, that was that was crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. How did you end up in your own? Your own box? Did you always have like a box, or <laughs> yeah. I swear I remember the DJs being yeah, yeah so the the north 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 we used to be right, under yeah, so side, yeah. we used to
3: be under the north side, the yeah, yeah, yeah. jumbotron, right? And then they moved us to that metal oven box on the <laughs> on the east side, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, In yeah, between yeah. the yep. sections, right? It's like literally all metal. Everything <laughs> is metal. And so like oh. literally we would have to put like ice bags on our laptops like cover our turntables so our vinyl wouldn't warp like oh uh, man and so i finally like begged them i'm like yo you got to you got to bring me in somewhere cuz this is like costing me money now like to do this you <laughs> wow, know dude. like we're frying things out here um i do though like wanna try and get back out sometimes because I miss the energy of like the kids yeah. and people walking by the kids would like all like plan to be there at halftime. That was one of my favorite things. And I feel like that's obviously not happening when I'm up in a booth, sure. but I would say like weather, you know, weather pending. Yeah.
1: yeah. nice <laughs> Sunny
2: July yeah. games.
1: You'll go outside. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I remember. So I don't even remember how you and I started talking. I think I hit you up. I think I hit you up and I was like, hey, man, would you be interested in, like, helping us develop an intro? It was either that or I said – You also hit me and were
3: like, yo, like, can I use this in the podcast because I want to play this? And I remember I listened to that episode and it was in it and that was super dope. (laughs) So, yeah, that was the first time we started talking. But, yeah, it was through social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And I remember one time – uh, I was so stoked. Oh, it was when I created that Salter football club yeah. brand. Yeah. I remember you were DJing on the north side and I was with Josh and I'm like, dude, I just really want to give him a sticker. I remember I just wanna like, yeah. I just wanna
2: say oh, what's yeah. up. I, Those stickers were fire. I was super nervous, by the way.
1: Was I? Yeah. Probably maybe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah probably, nervous. bro. You didn't act like that. I thought it. you were cool. You didn't act like that. No, no, no. <laughs> walking up on my came out with the sticker, blah, blah blah. And then when I got to you I just tapped you and I was like, here you go, bro. <laughs> he did. He did it. Hell I was show. like, yeah. Well, did. dude, you were like mid, bro, and then oh, yeah. dude, it was so smooth because yeah. he's like on the turntables and he just like reaches, takes a sticker, like, <laughs> and he's still scratching, me, Like, doesn't even like skip a beat, bro. So I'm like, all right, this guy's legit, <laughs> right? But dude, like, it's it's, it's funny because um, funny. it's it's weird because I I feel like I know you, yeah. And then we ran into the stadium the other day. Uh, funny story. I'm like on a scooter. Yep. <laughs> I'm on a scooter. i on a- we,
3: we met on Ramondo Way. Oh, you'll <laughs> never side. forget
1: the day yeah. Ramondo Way. way. <laughs> dude, this was like, was it like two, three matches ago? I was leaving. Yeah, I feel like it was the home opener. Yeah, I was leaving, yeah, and I yeah. I had I I hit a bird scooter because I was like, dude, I I I want to ride this back and then I see... He's explaining this
3: because he looked hella shifty.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in the dark. Because it's not really well lit at that
3: time, you And know? he's always in dark clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it looks like he's, like, you know, trying to, like, steal a bike. Okay.
1: But then... But then, you want to talk about shifty, bro. I see this, like, dude, just... Yep. You're pulling all kinds of shit, like, yeah. out of, like, the side of the stadium. It's, it's unclear who you are, if it's you even true. work there. Like, what are you stealing, right? So... <laughs> I see him, and we, lo- we like, lock eyes... Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, bro, what's up? And you go, hey, what's up, Andy? And then we had a moment. It was a weird. It was like a weird moment. I was yeah. like, bro, how cool is this? You're, you're killing it. I see you. And then you were like, I see you too, man. And it was just, it was great. And then we, we just said goodbye. I think that's what's
3: crazy about, obviously, like the digital space, right? And just like how the internet has connected all of us. And we can really like see what's happening based on what you put out. But still, right? Like mm-hmm. um, it feels like we've been hanging out. Yeah. When really, Andy and I have maybe seen each other twice in person yeah. this whole time.
1: Yeah. You know? It's weird, bro. I feel yeah. like it. Well, because I follow you too, and I remember your neighbor had a cool car that you put on your story. Yeah. And I was like, dude, go talk to him about the car. Yeah. And you're like, I want to, but I don't know if I want to, blah, 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 yada, yada. Remember that? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, what kind of car? It's like still there. It's a Corrado. Something, right? something like that. It's a Corrado VR6. Corrado. Okay. The old, All like, right. 90s W. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. in it for a little bit. Um, no, it has been cool to see like your your journey and then see you develop as uh somebody who uh you know is you're ingrained in this club already like even though you may not feel it or maybe you do. I do. Okay. Maybe do. you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Nice no. I don't mean that as like I don't mean
3: that as like you're wrong, bro. I mean that as like I agree with you. Because like it still does surprise me. Like, you know, when they do the um, and they got into when they do like the meet the players, right? Yeah. I am not prepared for that, right? When like they want me to sign the ball. I'm like That's... my handwriting first of all is janky.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like second <laughs> yeah. of all, who
3: am I? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so uh yes, I feel the love. And I will share this quick story. So like when I left my dream career, right, of like seventeen years. Target? Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I was no. expecting borders. <laughs> yeah, borders. No, I'm GNC. kidding. No, I'm kidding. No, Alright, um, hey, your dream career. Uh, no. Yes. For, okay. When I when right. I was leaving my broadcasting career, yeah. uh that there was a game that weekend and I had literally like it was an abrupt leaving, you yeah. know, and it was like pretty emotional. And um they the club was like all the people in like the room where all the cameras are, the production people, the, the game day experience people, they were all waiting for me right next to my booth when I walked in and were like applauding and like giving me hugs and like, you know, they had heard like, you know, about it because once again, like even the club had that breakup too. Right.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: You know, with Mm -hmm. the owner. And so, and there's a lot of people who work there and work there now and, you know, vice versa. And so that was really dope. And that meant so much to me, like that, Not only, like, at the time, unfortunately, and on that side of things, I felt dead creatively. Like, they didn't ever want me to Mm. have a thought or, you know, a creative anything. Here, it's different. Over there, they're applauding me when I walk in, and they love me for being me. There's never, like, hey, you have to do this. It's, like... Nah, man, we want you to be here and do this. You know it's what the I mean? Trust, right? Yeah,
1: it's the trust in yeah. in you and your experience, and then also, yeah. I think the the feeling of being valued. Yeah, yeah. Except for Trey Fitzgerald, because he just wants you to play nothing but uh, Rihanna. Rihanna, right? <laughs> Nonstop Rihanna the entire Bro, time. someone delete his Twitter. Account. Every Rihanna <laughs> song
3: I play is for Trey. Yeah, you man. gotta say that. But I come with like 800 remixes of her songs just so it doesn't feel stale. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Stop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let me ask you something, man. So, I like Josh. So, yeah, we like him too. So how do you – like what's your game day prep like? Yeah. And also do you kind of – do you go into the weekend maybe just kind of uh, thinking upsets or do you just show up and you're like, hey, screw it. I'm going to freestyle. No.
3: So I think it's like – there was a time where I thought every gig like I could just pop in and not prepare. There was definitely an era of that early in my career. Right? I can just picture it now, bro.
1: Like people are just like, What is this yeah. guy doing, man? Like but he's like, played reggaeton for yeah, like twenty man. minutes. Like,
3: we're the, like I told you, I have a real real connection with this, right? Like I really enjoy it. And yeah. so yeah, I care I, I I care about walking in a lot prepared. A lot of it is still like off the cuff you know what i mean because that's just how, like my style but um i definitely try and come in different every game as much as i can um i also am aware that like certain times of the day i have to be aware of so i will say they they do tell me about that right like for example i have the players text me a playlist of stuff they want to hear during warm-ups <sighs> okay so so i'll get so so i'll have like some of those that i feel like can play i'll slip them in during that time but it's not like oh you tell me what to play from start to finish because i care about the crowd as a whole Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah right like i like and sometimes you know like the taste could be bad
2: yeah, you know, no, like, yeah. Oh, player
3: could be in some weird stuff, you know, that's yeah. like not cool. to They're play in their public. feels, bro. Yeah. Like you know we like we get some, some... Yeah, like we're, we're yeah. 20 minutes from kickoff. I'm not going to play the saddest song. Like ever, sad Drake.
4: Know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
3: I'm not going to play Marvin's room. Yeah. <laughs> With 15 minutes left. You I, can see I mean? like, Ask
2: her. Hey, next time we get absolutely blown out. Yeah. Can you play? I'm upset yes beautiful yes
3: that's yeah. a great
1: idea so i like that dude i i love it man like so it just
3: depends on the time you know yeah. like and like once again like it also bleeds off of other gigs i do okay you know so like if i really like had a crowd crowd going on a like couple nights before obviously i remember some of that right yeah. so i'll incorporate some of that and be like yo i haven't done that in, in a while okay, you know i'll yeah, do that okay.
2: so okay got a question yeah is it you that plays Master of Puppets as halftime ends? No, all right. No, that's they just pipe that in. Huh? It so is... yeah. So ever I'm just since, especially about it. So oh, okay. I was just curious. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I will say with the new ownership, um, careful. They're being careful, like <laughs> hands on about certain parts. Sure. Right. Like, hey, over at so and so, we play this.
4: Mm. So can we
3: hear some of that? So yeah, I, I I do once again. No, I, it's a World good day. thing. I care, right? Yeah. Like I, I, the dude's cutting my check. You know what I yeah, mean? Of like, course. Yeah,
1: gotta make he, boss happy. Yeah,
3: like like if I want to stay here, obviously I got I to make sure he's into this too. So what
1: is he like? What do they want? Like ACDC? Yeah, so <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, for it's, real? it's like older guy it? stuff. Yeah, like journey.
3: Yeah, so when you hear me doing that, it's kind of influenced by that. <laughs> yeah. This
1: is the Ryan Smith playlist. <laughs> yes, Bro. the other guy, the other guy, Dave Blitzer, David Blitzer. Yes, yeah, Dave Blitzer, sick, dude. Yeah, he actually um, the first
3: the first game that was officially right, like their game. When was that? Was that last season? Yeah, it was last season, right? Yeah, it was um, like someone there. Uh, he actually came in out of the blue, did the same thing you did, right? Like tap me on the shoulder while I'm going, and. Um, He's like, hey, play. you better request. It, he was bro. like, he was like, I got this playlist. I want you to check out. And I was like, okay, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? So DJ
2: billion, billionaire's right, bro? playlist, like, bro. Yeah, I can only Dang, imagine, dude. Yeah,
3: but it's like, it's like, yeah. I mean, to, it's like the Iron Man soundtrack. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, it's cool. Okay. Like, yeah. there's still bangers on there. Yeah, you
2: know I, I mean? love like, that, dude. Well, good. that's
1: actually pretty dope, though, man. I mean, cool. you got yeah. the owner tapping you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's all good. That's pretty sick. You sign a nine. I'll play that song. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right.
1: So That's That's right. dude, deal. <laughs> cut the chat. All right, chat. man. All right, I got to I got to hear it. this, bro. So what uh what are the what are like some of the requests, like popular songs that we would know that uh-huh. players are putting in for? Like what what's a – and <laughs> your face right now? Well, uh, it's you, only cuz it keeps changing, you know, like sure. with the team changing. Okay, okay. let a better question. Yeah. Which of the players are putting in, like, fire requests. And then I don't want to do that to you.
2: I don't want to say which oh, players well, are no, putting so, in the... So what X player that is no longer around had the worst taste of music?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
3: I like that. Albert Rusnak. But Khan. they're no longer around, so is it's okay. Albert bro? I genuinely... Don't remember? I No, I really mean this. Like, I can't remember individual songs and playlists and who
2: That's requested right. who. Oh, okay. Okay. To be honest,
3: because... Um, Once again, that's such a small part of the whole thing, right? Like I DJ like an hour and a half from gates open and then halftime, you know? And I will say obviously the younger the players, the younger the music becomes. Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying – You know, I'm older. You know what I mean? So like when I see a lot of little baby You know what I mean? I'm like, I get it. You know, my eighteen year old, I get it. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I will say sometimes like that's also why I would say they like me to play the player stuff then because Mm -hmm. it's earlier. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not so
2: less ears. It's not
3: as close, right, to yeah. like kickoff and everyone's in the building. It's like we can get a little hood, you know, for a second, <laughs> you know, for like a good set there for them, you know, and then I bring it back to like family time. You know what I mean? So
1: That's good, bro. Yeah. I like that a lot, man. <laughs> Dude, that's so this is a good <laughs> the, question. The, the I've pre- never thought of it this way. But yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. So All right. I
3: could tell you the last player and playlist please yeah because so basically they have one be the collective voice and then they send me
2: theirs did that come from natum
1: was that a natum thing uh no it was um let's just ask who texts the playlist right now who texts it so uh liberty to say it's um emma oh okay okay. emma
3: usually sends me
1: oh so she takes the request then she sends yeah so yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, so look see
2: how
3: Um,
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just a list of songs. It's literally
3: like a Spotify playlist from each player. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, and it's got their photos?
3: Yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah. You already know. Digital team, bro. How
2: much Maroon 5 was on Brody's?
1: Dude.
3: Let's find out.
1: Hey, (laughs) (laughs) social. Hey, Real Salt Lake social media team, you guys—they they should tweet that playlist out if it's available. So in now what so they we can do since weekly. last,
3: since a couple seasons ago, what we've been doing it was the players' playlist. So that was when yeah. you would see me up there, and then they would say go to the website because that's where they post it. Yeah. So they'll post it, but um,
2: that should be a tweet. That'd be a great tweet.
3: Yeah, this last one was like, oh, okay, the players' the playlist. Player playlist. Yeah. yeah, you know, oh, Meek sure. Mill, Mac Miller, Logic, Drake. I mean, this. It's got some heaters. Okay, yeah, bro. Eminem, Jack Harlow, Jeezy. Okay, you know, good I'm stuff. Proving that I don't always look at this.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> cut it! Cut it! They're just I was suggestions, like oh wait, is oh, what wait. They are. Suggestions. Yeah. oh wait, oh yeah man. I
3: did play those. It worked out.
1: That's awesome, dude. So, <laughs> are you are you enjoying like your time with Real Salt Lake? Like, is, are you really loving it? And if you are like, what's your what's your favorite part? I know you've mentioned a few things about the fans, the kids, all that, but yeah. I mean, yeah, are you enjoying it? And what do you enjoy the most about it? Yeah, man,
3: it's uh, I'm very fortunate to say that like I get to play for that many people every time. Like, there's really not an outlet like that, you know. Like, even when you think about you know big shows, we're talking ten thousand people, twelve thousand people, mm-hmm. right? Fifteen thousand people. This is you know. 20,000, you know what I mean? And like the other side of it too, is like the funny inside thing I've never said out loud is like, you know, obviously I grew up like in a musical loving family more than sports. Now sports was still around because of my dad, but like, you know, music was really the bigger thing in our family. So, you know, unathletic me growing up, except for like skateboarding, right? Like, never thought in a million years like i could say i'm part of like the mls you know what i mean like so i think there's a lot of little things like that to me personally that mean a lot to me with it and it's like super special and super unique and like i'm once again i'm super grateful that i get to be part of a place where like they just want me to fly and do me um and that's really rare once again i told you i've played for uh utah athletics i've played for uh, even the jazz for a little bit. and, Jazz
1: is a fun venue, huh? Like inside the stadium, just like all the stuff. Oh sounds, of course, yeah. It's crazy in there. Fond, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: But it's also like, you know, once again, it's like I still f I still wanna be where I'm appreciated and I wanna yeah. be more where they appreciate
1: what I am and what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. That
3: mean that means more to me than than the check, and it just so happens that, you know, once again, like they do pay me and it, so it's great. It's like the best.
1: You need an That's assistant, bro. Like
3: you need someone. <laughs> That's dude. Emma, my five-year-old that comes with me. DJ yeah. Sparkle Farts, bro. Yeah, DJ yeah.
2: Sparkle Farts hey, in the RSL. You need to get her a DJ Sparklefarts jersey for next time she's on the jumbo tour. Yeah. That's right. They need a yeah. You they need, hook her need
1: up. to get her involved in some sort of social media stuff, man. That's she's, right. Yeah, she's she got, got it, dude. Like yeah, yeah she's I got agree the personality. with personality. Thank you. So, dude, like this is what 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 year? Like you said, because twenty twenty kind of got started. So three, go, go, like your third year with Emma or Salt so, Lake. So three solo. Yeah, doing games. a solo. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah five right, right, total, right. yeah. Right. So I think you just kind of uh encompassed everything that this question might uh like well, with your answering you you might have already answered it but kind of want to make you think with this one like what's the legacy that you want to leave behind as either well I would say like just DJing, right? Because right now with Real Salt Lake it's like people who are in your position who it's, it's weird, man, because you're becoming a figure within Real Salt Lake. And usually we kind of hearken that to like the players. We kind of give the players that space, or maybe it was, um, you know, people in coaching or DJ Dunning just who, yeah, exactly. Like, personalities you're easily already a real solid personality and and if people are asking you for autographs bro you're doing something right you know what
3: i you know what i love and this is like a little humble brag but i just want to say it like i love the fact that i also live in sandy yeah um i literally live five minutes up
2: the road oh no way. way
3: yeah Like this. This this, this is the greatest commute to a thing
2: ever. Beautiful. I I... thought Real was. You know what I mean. This is closer. I'm glad it worked. That's all
3: the info you get about where I'm at. (laughs) All
2: right. That's it. Five mile radius. Yep. Five minutes
3: anyway. Um,
2: (laughs) No one's looking for you, man. (laughs) I know.
1: I know. It ain't like that. Actually,
3: come on over. Um, No, I. uh, I think that, like, first of all, like, I'm super also grateful that. I get to figure out what the fan base is and what it's like. And like, for example, you know, I'd never have the engagement on Twitter I've ever had until Real Salt Lake and the fans, because for whatever you guys can answer this question, I don't know the answer, but for whatever reason, sports fans are on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like that is the platform. Yep. They're sounding off and they're engaging. Yep. Um, And so that's the other side of it too that I love, right? Like I hinted to it about the fan base and like the energy and the interaction and the engagement. It's not for the follows. I mean that in like I think it's so dope that like those that fan base is there. We can communicate and I'll catch a tweet, you know, when they say it like request, you know. Um, I think it's DJing as a whole whether it's this or not. um, Some of my heroes, there's a crew called the Beat Junkies. They're like a collective of DJs that are like OGs from like that time I told you about earlier about, you know, the 90s. They're world championship level DJs, right? Battle DJs who are still around today doing their thing as a crew and individually. But they also are leaving a legacy there. They opened a school in L.A. They're now teaching the fundamentals of like real turntablism and real DJing and like passing on those things. And I have that goal as well. I have that goal to do that out here. I want to open up like a DJ school, music school. I want to like teach all the ins and outs, the the do's and don'ts, the, the ups and downs of whether you're going down to be a DJ on radio or whether you're going to be a DJ on this. Like I want to be able to share those cheat codes and like, you know, pass this on because like you said, um, some of the coolest stuff that we're into, whether it's turntablism, whether it's sports, whatever it is, right. Whether it's, you know, toys, whatever, right. Like, Um, if we don't share it and we don't like pass that down and keep people interested, um, it's going to die. It's going to be gone. And once again, big ups to that crew, the B junkies who like, you know, they've, they, they've made their living and then some on it and they don't have to do that, but they want to pass it on. And that's, that's how I feel right now too.
1: That's awesome, dude. Um, I think, yeah, dude, I, I can totally envision that in your future for you. Like, cause it's, you know, at some point, like, uh, you know, maybe when you were in radio, you thought that you were gonna be in radio forever, yeah. but then obviously the the sixteen, seventeen year marker hits. Creatively, you want to do something else. Right now, it's Real Salt Lake and uh, your other stuff collectively. But when you want to get to the point of teaching, and I imagine you're teaching your daughter as well too. Yeah. Um, it's there's there's something so fulfilling in teaching and then kind of pushing out that legacy too. So. I think that's really cool because you mentioned it earlier. Kids would kind of run over at halftime and they just wanted to like flood around you. And I'm sure they're looking at your, you know, at like your turntables mm-hmm. and they're watching you. And maybe like, did they express interest like, hey, like, what is that? Or
3: how? So how that's do the do trippiest part about the number of years we're talking about, right? Like, I've yeah. lived now in Utah 20 years this year. That's the longest I've ever lived in anywhere. And. <laughs> I've mentioned that comment about I love that it's in Sandy earlier because like when I go and have a bagel with my five year old on the weekend, um, sometimes someone will catch us, you know, and be like, "Hey, aren't, aren't you the DJ at Real?" Yeah, and I love that because it's like you know, she, once again, like she gets to see that happen, and I, I feel so grateful for it. But it's like the other side of it is is like, yeah, like you said, like I, I want it to matter. You know what I mean? And I and I and I want to. Um, once again, like get people into it. And I will say that, that, that span of years that I had a radio, this is the trippiest part. So, you know, you've been in something too long when someone tells you how old they were when they first started listening <laughs> to you. And then now they're like opening for you at a club as a DJ. Yeah. And I'm super grateful for that. Cause once again, like, you know, we did a lot of cool things for the community through those years that I did in broadcasting. Like, we used to do high school lunch takeovers with, um, hope squad. Oh, cool. Um, which is like the, um, youth suicide, you know, suicide prevention group, uh, out here in Utah. And then even before that, I used to do lunch takeovers with the truth against tobacco. And it was just our excuse to get the foot into the door into schools here locally and give them a super fun lunch, you know, hook mm-hmm. them up with the swag DJ, get them all hype, you know, get the faculty pissed, you know, <laughs> that we're there Um,
1: you can't play that song yeah
3: but i will tell you right now like i can't even count on two hands how many people got affected by that and then reached out later years later and said hey now i'm producing or now i'm no or now that's cool you know what i mean so like yeah i've always been into that you know what i mean like that's something i always strive to like have that part of what i do because that's the other side of it like dj culture would also be corny and like look at me look at me look at me you know like mm-hmm. look how cool i am and oh i get to do this and i met this person right. but it's like what does that matter if you're not sharing it you know what i mean if you're not opening those doors for others and the people around
2: you you know what i mean mm-hmm. i know exactly what you mean man this is way more inspirational than i
1: thought it would be <laughs> yeah, very very
2: yeah Guys, no, dude. You
1: guys are as Yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. We listen, man. I think uh, Real Salt Lake has has made pro- that, uh, that's probably one of the best moves, one of the best signings in the last like <laughs> decade is getting you on there, man. Because honestly, yeah, it changes the whole. It really changes the whole environment, the pace, like bro, like before you were there, they would play like black-eyed peas after every goal. After every single goal, wow. or just like what? weird and songs, then the goal goes awful. Dude, it was... But once
3: again, I want to give it up to the people who I mentioned earlier, especially, and like Stacy, for example. Yeah, she really understands that her and I have the same like thing inside that we don't want to be like every other sports franchise with it. Yeah We don't want to hear the same Neil Diamond song every time you know what I mean like yeah. no sweet like, like, she likes m- like her team believes what I believe which is like modernizing the experience you know exactly. so but once again like it's that whole collective of people and like once again I, I just feel grateful to be part of it and I'm just here for the ride man that's it <laughs>
1: that's so cool that's dude. it are you a Real, a Real Salt Lake fan yeah, of yeah, course. Okay. Yeah, hey, so that's
3: why I, I hate it when we're like losing and then I gotta go up and do half You know, because I'm like, I feel like it's my fault sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah, play I that, know that one sounds song. Stupid, but it's like, yo, like I gotta really put it on. You know what
1: I mean? Like, because we're uh, all
3: crying right now. You,
1: know? you didn't. You didn't play little baby like on repeat, bro. It's all your fault, dude. Come on. Zach
2: McMath had a dream that if you didn't play Boot Scoot and Boogie, they'd put four past him. And look at look where we're at now. Hey, we
3: won last game, right? We did, yeah. We did. Man. Like you said, yeah. the,
2: the playlist worked.
3: Yeah, it we was, did it. it. was very good. Yeah. We did oh, it, yeah, dude. Hell yeah, bro.
1: We did it, guys. Listen, man, um, we appreciate you coming on, but also, uh, you know, we how how do we how do people get a hold of you if they want you to come and Are you open right now to like going and doing events and stuff? Yeah, like Yeah. So my link, my link
3: tree is is the best place to go because everything is there. You can book me for whatever on and, Instagram. Like, reach out. Yeah, Instagram, okay. Twitter. Uh, those are the two platform, or and and TikTok. I'm on there too. But those are the three platforms I have.
1: Just shoot you a DM. Just say hey, I got shoot this me idea. a DM.
3: Click on the link tree link in my bio, and it's got everything there.
1: You do quinceaneros, bro. I'll do, yo, money talks. <laughs> Cut the check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cut the check. Okay, okay, okay. I'll be there. So, dude, Utah has like there's high profile people everywhere, right? Like, have you done like any like crazy events like that that you showed up to? where you're like damn dude like what am i doing here like is
3: ooh you want me to you want me to spill a good one a yeah, real good absolutely. one yeah of a yeah. real good one yeah uh one time i DJed a private mansion party for the jazz but i really didn't know it was for them <laughs>
4: <laughs> Dang. um
3: i i got him. i i i got the gig through uh an artist mm-hmm. uh who used to live out here and she was like i want you to come dj this party so i was like cool and um she was uh, kind of quietly dating Donovan at the time, ah. and so I pull up with my homies. This is the funniest thing, right? And they're like looking at us, like, "What are y'all doing huh. here?" You know what I mean? And immediately they're like, "Give us your phones, right?" So it's this kind of party one of those parties, okay? Behind wow. the gates, you know what I mean? Like, part, part never the... happened. Yo, it was like a rap video,
1: yeah, in there. Oh,
3: it was like.
1: Are you sure you can talk about this? Like NDAs? I don't care. That? I want to <laughs> talk about. It. I want to get.
3: I want to give y'all the goods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um,
1: <laughs>
3: just stop there. No, I just, thought, I just I just thought about it for y'all. I was like, yeah. oh wait,
1: I could say this, but, mm. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you Alex can tell us later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're still on, we're on KSL if you're familiar with that. You've yes, uh, that and was
3: everyone was camp. behaving,
1: <laughs> and everyone felt good the
3: about the flips, night. were flowing, and um, yeah, and it was great. There was nothing naughty happening at all. There we go.
1: That's awesome. All right? <laughs> Dude. So, yeah. Hey, look. If you guys want to book rock go check it out. His IG. Go say what's up to him. Well, you can't because you're in the booth. But if you get out to the north side or if yeah, you see Yeah,
3: him... I want to come out more. I want to do – like maybe like a mo- make it a monthly thing where like I'm I'm down there on the north side and yeah. people could come up and it would be fun. But um, uh, I also just want to get creative with people. So just reach out to me and like cool. let's figure it out because – you know, I want to also do different things with this DJing ish. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't want to just do another event or another club. Like, let's do something cool. You know, mm. let's do something super creative. Let's do something that hasn't been done yet.
1: Interesting.
3: Let's bring a vibe,
1: bro. We want to do. Uh, I'll tell you right now, man. So we've got, we we talked to the Royal Salt Lake barber. We're going to go out there with him one day no, I when saw he's that. doing all that. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go do like Top a – Top dog cuts, right? Yeah. We're going to do like a BTS with him, bro. We're going to go the day of. We'd love to do that with you, man. Get Just okay. follow you with video from yeah. like – dope. Maybe yeah, – yeah. Like just from the moment that you like leave your home, the car ride, what's going through your mind, yeah, get go. up, the setup, all that good stuff. it would be, be fun. fun. Right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe start at breakfast, a park cafe. Yeah. Something like that. Do you go to park cafe, bro? Yes. Yeah? Do you know Sean Miller?
3: Mm-hmm. And Gustavo, yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. the whole squad. Oh, whoa. Yeah, right for you know? yeah, those are my peoples, <laughs> you know? man. Come on, now, good. It's a good crew. It is a good crew. <laughs> God, dude, they're good All people, right, man.
1: Well, cool, man. Listen, we we thank you so much for your time, bro. Um, the atmosphere has just been so much better with your addition. I don't think we're saying that to kiss your butt or anything. Like I feel that way. Do you guys feel that way? Yes, sir. Absolutely. We thanks. we would know if you weren't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks. That's how yeah. it is. And it's good to know that you're you're coming from a place of like trying to make it different, freshen it up, just be original and but you're still putting some thought into it and not just kinda of showing up and just freestyling the day up. Yeah. Um
3: And I do care about your requests and all that too. Like yeah. people who have tweeted me like I literally hit him back like so, you know, Mike does that on the fly. That's really not planned. And I kind of, I'm going to be real. I kind of hate when he does that because <laughs> I'm not prepared. You know what I mean? Like then I'm getting hit with all these requests and then people are like, why didn't you play it? I'm like, because I'm not an iPod. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't
4: know. Like, yeah, yeah.
3: I didn't know. I just saw it. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I will say if you do hit me with a request day of, if I don't hit it, I'm going to hit you next game for sure. So, I'm going to incorporate it as long as it's good. Do you what you mean? You, and not a bummer. <laughs>
1: did you ever play? <laughs> did you ever play Ninja Rap?
3: Yeah, you
1: did. Yes, um, he did. He did. Yeah, no way. Yeah. No, are you serious? bro? Yes, that's insane. Yeah. That was, all right, we requested was, Ninja Rap like a while ago. All right, yeah. we gotta do the next game. All right, that'll be dope. I got you, guys. Go follow Erocalypse, <laughs> our friend. Uh, you guys are awesome. I Thanks, just say man. That. Thank you. Dude, we're trying, bro. We we got got all a lot of love stuff. for y'all. Yeah, this is dope. We have like the lights. We this got the cameras. We're gonna move
2: back into our studio here soon. Yeah, bro. Under. I hope renovate. I get invited to that studio. I would Absolutely. love to come back. Dude, we'd love for you
1: to come Absolutely. back on man. Let's yeah. do something fun.
3: Yeah, dude. Maybe I'll will. do like a I'll like be your DJ for an episode or God, something. That'd be so sick, bro. We'll
1: do do like you just a... want Alex's spot? You could just take You, <laughs> just, you could pull rank right now, bro. Like
3: <laughs> No, Alex is like my son, bro. Yeah. What are you
1: talking uh, yeah, about? That's true, man. Yeah. There we go. See? Yeah. I think he's got Thanks. he's got sun vibes yeah. for sure. <laughs> Yeah, just want to take care of him, bro. Look at the god. He's about to get a haircut. (laughs) He's had too much caffeine today. (laughs) Apparently, listen, man. We really appreciate you. We we hope collect as a collective, and I think uh, for our all RSL fans. When I say this, I'm pretty sure I'm speaking for the fans too. We hope that you have a long tenure, a long career within Real Salt Lake. Please don't get poached. You know, if LAFC comes calling, bro, I, please do not leave. I feel I unless feel, the money's I, crazy. Nah,
3: I feel the love, man. For real, like I really do. Like there's net, like it exceeded my radio career engagement. Like online, like
1: yeah.
3: like I, I'm now known more as that DJ than the radio DJ. That's insane. Like that's that's how I feel about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's true. And like, so I'm so grateful for it. So yeah, the, it's reciprocal, man. Like, cool,
1: man. It's all love cool well thank you so much for coming on here man rsl show on ksl sports special thank you to E ellipse follow him on dude you could probably do a way better sign off than me you worked in the freaking radio oh i'm rusty man i'm what's a here, year bro? out what's bro, here, bro. bro all right hey oh, i'm rusty hey go ahead and sign us off you just got to mention rsl show ksl sports yeah shout out, out to
3: rsl show ksl sports you know we do it
1: all right follow the squad
3: all right support done Oh
4: the oh, mic
5: drop <laughs> all right the box the box the box the the box Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.
0: Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz
5: pick up their 20-second assist.
0: So they count on University of Utah help.
2: so Lake puts this game away.
0: And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.